Oh, this is a weird thing. Every time I drink, I wake up early, like four in the morning, can't go back to bed. And it used to be that when I drank, I would sleep until next week, like into the next lunar cycle. And now if I drink up at 4.30 in the morning, can't get back to bed. What is happening in my body? I think it's my body saying, listen, you know what? Um, stop it. For a second. And I'm not talking about like blackout, wasty face drunk. I'm talking about like three vodka sodas. Oh, we think you should look at your phone at 4.30 in the morning until about 6.30 when you finally get up. That seems fair. Okay. Let's, um, let's call the brand. Let's see if she's a veil. Nope. That's a hard no. All right, let's try that again. Oh, there we go. Bing, bong, bang. Boom, boom, boom. Hi. Hi. What are you doing? Just waiting for you to get on the pod. There's like a weird noise going on. There's a lot of things happening today. What's <clears> happening? It's spring on the farm. Yeah. We're seeding the fields and we're spraying for weeds and moving horses around. It's just been an exciting morning here. Did you have a nice Easter Sunday? I was hungover as all hell. Oh, look at you. Why? Did you go to Garth Brooks? <laughs> I did go to Garth Brooks. Huh, my sister was there. That's how I know it was uh, happening. It's funny. My friends texted me and they were like, are you a Garth fan? And I was like, honestly, no. Why? Wow. <laughs> and they were like, well, we have like this box and if you want to come and whatever. And I was like, well, I'll go to hang with you guys. Like, I miss y'all. Like, it'd be nice to hang. So who cares if I'm a Garth fan? And I got there and like everyone's singing along and I'm like, I don't know any of these songs. What? And I And everyone's like, what do you mean? And I was like, honestly, like, Come to think of it, as a growing up, like we listened to a lot of female country artists in my house really? and my dad, and that's it. And I was like, I feel like my parents sheltered me from any other like male country artist that was direct competition with my dad. Got it. Because like Garth was kind of his rival back in the day. Yeah, I mean like direct competition for sure. First, hundred percent for sure. It's not mutually exclusive for me. I was a Billy Ray Cyrus fan growing up, and I'm a I was a huge Garth fan growing up. I can sing every. Freaking song. Dude, Calling on Baton Rouge used to be my, like, go-to karaoke song. How does that one go? I operator, won't you put me on through? I got a semi-love down in Baton Rouge. Hurry up. Get him on the line. I got to talk to my girl just one more time. Oh, my God. I've never heard that song. What? <laughs> maybe, I did sun- maybe I did Saturday night. I don't know. Hold on. I mean, I got to play it a little the only one I know is, I got friends in low places. Where the whiskey drowns and the beer chases my blues away. Everyone loved that one. I mean. I spent last night in the guns of a girl in Louisiana. Though I'm wow. on the highway, my thoughts are still with her. Such a strange situation of a woman and a child. Such a strange situation, stopping every hundred miles, calling Baton Rouge. How do you not know that song? I do not know that song. Wow. I'm a huge, huge Garth Brooks fan. I heard that he closed out with American Pie. I don't know if you saved for the encore. Oh, yes. I Yep, I heard that one. I was like, I know this one. I'd love to know uh, what your dad's opinion of Gar- Garth Brooks is. Yeah, I'm not sure, honestly. I just, like, I just remember listening to, like, a lot of Shania, Trisha, Leanne. Well, he's married to Trisha. Yeah, I know. A lot of female artists in our household, Dolly. And then I feel like any, like, male country I heard was older country, like Waylon and Johnny, Willie. I'll tell you what, the 90s in country music 
was all about the female artist. Yeah, it was. Faith, Shania, Bonnie, Dolly, Dixie Chicks was huge. Dixie Chicks were huge. Man. Yeah. Well, I'm jealous. Uh, so did you have a good time? Uh, I did. We had a blast. Yeah, of course. It was like a party in the box. And uh, and then afterwards, <laughs> I, I haven't been out like out on the town in Nashville in so long. We went to this place that's like a restaurant that turns into a quote unquote club after hours. Okay. Dumbest place I've ever been in my life. But we did have fun because we had a really great group of people. So yeah. uh, I stayed out way too late. I think I got home at 3 a.m. Who am I? Wow. I think I had Four old fashions over the course of the evening. Man. I got a little turnt. So Easter morning hit me a little hard. I don't think I got out of bed until about 9.30. But then you know what? I chugged some water, had two coffees, got went on my way, went to the barn, rode my horse, put bunny ears on her for photos, you know. Yeah. Just the classics As for Easter. Do. Yeah. Took Astra on an Easter egg hunt with her doggy friends. We really did it up. Nice. Yeah. Were you by yourself? I was. Oh. By choice. Got it. By choice. I grew up in a very Catholic household. I went to 12 oh. years of Catholic school. Oof. Four of which in high school were all boys. Oh. I'm a confirmed Catholic. <laughs> all that to be said, I feel like I did my time. And now yeah. I'm just, and I know a lot. this might offend a lot of people, I'm sorry. I'm just kind of done with religion oh. for a bit. I see. So sure. I, like, it's just not like I did it until you're on your deathbed and then you're going to be praise yeah, maybe, the Lord. Maybe take so. you on home. That's what everyone does, though. It seems a little disingenuous if I'm God. Jeez. But yeah, you know, I, I did it and I enjoy an Easter brunch. I will say right. that the celebration of Easter makes zero sense to me. Mm -hmm. uh, like, I understand the theology of it all. The, yeah, this was the day that that Christ rose again after three days. Not exactly sure why it always falls on the Sunday after the first full moon of spring. That seems very pagan to me. That doesn't seem like anything rooted in Catholicism at all. Yeah. Seems yeah. a little bit like you guys are like, hmm, a lot of people are celebrating this thing over here. Let's just say this is when this happened. Uh-huh. It doesn't really matter. Also, I'm not sure how bunnies uh, got involved and why they're shitting out eggs. Don't get that part of it. Seems a little weird. Oh, a lot of pastels. A lot of pastels. Mm -hmm. And you know Lots. what? Just It's just not my color scheme. I'm just not a seafoam green guy. I'm not a Nantucket yeah. red. Mm -mm. It's not me. I'm not a mm -mm. not a salmon guy over here. No, no. So I'm going to hell. <laughs> I actually, by choice, wanted to, wanted to do nothing because the day before I went and played golf and had a great time. And then afterwards, I went out to a bar. This is the first bar I've been to in a very long time, I think with um, my soon-to-be brother-in-law, mm -hmm. in which I, you know, I, I asked him to be in the wedding, which is like a... Oh, that's a big deal. I think it's a big deal. I don't know. Yeah. But he took me to, and I got to say, this is like my new favorite thing. He took me to, I'm going to say this in a positive way. He took me to a nerdy bar. And by that, okay. it's, it's a bar that like everyone was playing board games and on the TVs on the wall, they weren't playing like sports. They were watching Twitch where people were playing video games and stuff. Wow. And people, that is nerdy. And people were there like dressed in like Renaissance festival clothing. Okay, and, now you've lost me. Yeah. I, you had me up until that. Well, I think the the Renaissance Festival is actually happening now in Los Angeles, Arundel or whatever. It. That's who was there. You know, like people who like LARP, I feel like. 
and uh, like big gamers and stuff. I'm not making fun of this place at all. I actually, I was like, this is fucking dope. I did not know that places like this existed. And it wasn't a barcade. That's different. That That's like where they have like a bunch of like arcade games and it's kind of like cool or whatnot. Like, But I was like looking around and this one table of people brought their own TV screen and a Nintendo Switch. What? And a battery pack. And they were playing, I thought it was Mortal Kombat, but I come to find out it was Smash Brothers. They were playing that, and they had a crowd of people around them. No. I, I have a picture of it, and I was blown away. I was like, and I started watching, too. I was like, oh, fuck, this is interesting. And I guess, like, the, here's the thing. I had a blast. I thought it was so cool. I didn't know those places existed. Glad they do. I was thinking about it, like, because I was kind of a nerdy kid in high school, and you're always wondering, like, will there be, like, a place for me? Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm an outcast. I feel like I'm not part of the cool crew. I wish I knew this when I was a kid. There's no such fucking thing as cool. It's just different people doing different shit. And if you feel like you're not cool, there's going to be a bunch of fucking people who felt that way who are going to have their own bar in Burbank. I promise you because I went there the other night and they were all fucking <laughs> having a great time. And I was sitting there, I'm being like, I don't even know what cool is. These guys are all having a fucking blast right now, dressed up in their LARPing costumes, getting wasted, watching oh Smash Brothers. This is great. Yeah. Keep your head right. up. I, I like how you're uh, you're talking to the listeners like they're high schoolers. I know. We're not that cool. Like our listeners are our age. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> Clearly having a quarter life crisis because they're listening to this podcast. Well, it was more of, yes, yeah, very true. It was more of me realizing, <laughs> oh my God, this place exists. If yeah. I had known that this place existed in high school, I would have been felt so much better about what the future held, I think. Yeah, do that. Wow. They fucking brought a TV and a fucking gaming system to a bar, bro. That's dedication. I'll show you a picture. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was blown away. And you were having so much fun, you didn't even post it on your Instagram, huh? I really didn't want to come across as I was making fun of it because that's mm -hmm. not how I felt about it. I was just like, this is wild. This is a place. Wow. Right? Yeah. They brought like a subwoofer to a bar, <sighs> to a bar. They got a fucking big backpack of all this shit. I was like, man, this is some dedication. The Smash Brothers. People that play video games are like all in. Dude, there's a lot of money. And I started asking my brother-in-law or future brother-in-law, I was like, how much these Twitch, because they were on, like, it was like we were watching ESPN, you know, a sports bar, mm -hmm. but it was Twitch people. And I was like, how much do these people were making? And he's like, well, the top people are making a fuck lot of money. And I was like, really? Yeah. This is amazing. It's something. Yeah. Anyways, should we start the show? Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man. I feel like I've I've offended Christians. Um, yep. And then maybe nerds. And yep. And maybe cool people. I, I think I've offended everybody. <laughs> that is what you do best, I feel. Yeah. All right. Uh, is it me or you? I think it's you. Bros and hoes. You're listening to your favorite thing podcast with... Wells and Brandy. All right, guys, airport anxiety, it's a real thing. Between constantly checking my pockets for my ID or forgetting the gate number, even though I just looked at my boarding pass, I'm stressed. But here's the thing. If you travel with base, your bag has the function and the fashion to keep you calm, carefree, and looking good. Sarah and I have been using base luggage for years, long before they even started sponsoring this show. 
Truly, I have a bunch of base luggage and I love it all. My absolute favorite piece, though, is the convertible weekender bag. I have it in three colors because I literally take it everywhere. And the best part is the bottom compartment unzips completely if you get the convertible bag because sometimes I don't need that extra space. So I just take the top part. But other times, you know, like I refuse to check a bag. So that really helps me out. So you guys got to check it out. Every piece made by Bays is made to look better with miles. So you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Bays has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Bays has your personal items covered. And right now, Bays is offering our listeners out there 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash YFT. Go to basetravel.com slash YFT for 15% off your first purchase. That's base, B-E-I-S, travel.com slash YFT. Um, episode 201 two dare I say zero one did you have fun doing the uh the live on YouTube the other night you know what I did as we were closing out I was like shit I'm kind of drunk yeah I made a very strong old-fashioned so it like it's over like what seven and I'm sitting here drunk on a Thursday by myself Mm -hmm. I don't know I I have mixed feelings about it actually (laughs) I kept on drinking after that as well and then I was talking about this before I called you. This is what happens to me now. This is the age of which I am at. When I drink before bed, I wake up at four in the morning every single time and Ooh, can't go back to sleep. That's weird. Gone are the days where I'd go huh. black out and I'd sleep until like the next Olympics. I think I've said this before. Every time I drink, 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 I don't sleep well. Like yeah. I wake up a bunch and I'm usually up like at four and just up and down and yeah, can't sleep. Yeah. I've kind of always been like that though with drinking. But it's, what's weird that is happening to me is as I get older, I'm less pumped about drinking. Mm-hmm. You know? Almost to the point where like Saturday night, I was having so much fun, but I still in the back of my head was like, oh, tomorrow's going to suck so bad oh, that yeah. it's almost going to ruin this for me. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. That's how you start thinking that way now. Yeah. That's why when you were young and invincible- you be like, fuck, it doesn't matter. My hangovers aren't that bad. I'll go to Waffle House tomorrow and everything will be fine. Exactly. I don't think they have any Waffle Houses here in Los Angeles. And that's a problem for me. Yeah. It, and there isn't really anything comparable, is there? Denny's? Eh. IHOP? Yeah. I'd say yes. It's kind of similar, huh? Yes. Anyways. Fave things, bro. Yeah. Okay. I finished Ultimatum. Finally. I mean, I think they staggered the releases, by the way. So I don't know if I was like super behind, but. Well, you weren't. I watched the reunion show like the day it came out. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on the reunion show? Because you seem like really keen on wanting to talk about it. I, I just was really, sh- I guess I was just really, really shocked that so many people stayed together with their like OG person. Yeah, and it does seem like they filmed this a very long time ago, too. I, yeah, it does. Everyone's hair is different. Everyone's blonde now. Colby's wife is about to pop. Literally about to pop, like th- them two, I, honestly, their relationship, but like out of everybody, I was the most shocked by them. I'm like, so were you guys just putting on a show for everyone that it was so bad? Because like, I just don't get it. That's what I think. I think it was all, they were all bullshit. You do all of it or just that couple? Mainly that couple. Because yeah. the storyline, we talked about this last episode, the storyline never made sense to me. She didn't want to be with him. She wanted to fuck another dude. All her friends hated him. Oh, everyone loves him. Oh, I love him. I want to get married to him. Oh, I fucking hate him because he, you know, he said he did this for me. I fucking love It was just like oh, back and forth, back and forth. It made no sense. There was no story arc to it, which made it seem like 
It was a story derived by people who don't understand how television works, which means that mm-hmm. Colby and whatever her name was. Madeline. Madeline formulated it by themselves. It just it never made sense to me. Them too, like for sure. I, like that was the, the probably the part of the, like their relationship was the part of the show that I, I liked the least, I think. It just seemed all over the place. One minute, you know, Madeline's like, Randall's perfect. He's my dream guy. But And they're saying they, they're making out, but none of it's on camera, which I don't understand because clearly they have cameras in the bedrooms because they show the tall, hot guy messing around with Randall's girl there at the end. You know what I mean? It's like a, it's like a, it's like a night vision cam that's like in the bedroom and it shows them under the cut. Co- so like if that's in all the bedrooms, then how do we not see Madeline and Randall making out? And anyway, I, I don't know. It was just weird that that was like a whole thing that was never shown on camera. But yeah. such a big deal. And so I'm like, did you guys even do that? Do you guys just like make that up to make him jealous? And like, I, I don't know. It was strange to me. And I guess like I was surprised that Randall even proposed to Shanique. First of all, she is gorgeous. Stunning. Great style. Go get him, girl. I was shocked Randall proposed to her. And then obviously when they come back for the reunion show, it's very clear she's not wearing her ring. But they're together. Yeah. So I don't know what the hell's going on with them two. The one that really confused me was Ray and Zay. Mm-hmm. Because Ray... Yeah, Zay, he's the hottie. Here's what I think happened between Ray and Zay. Because Ray like goes in on Zay real hard. Mm-hmm. And here's what I think happened. I think Ray watched that show back felt like she was weak and not empowered and was like, I'm going to go on this reunion show and really like show Zay, like who's boss and everything. And then just kind of starts yelling at him, going in on it and like, I don't understand where this is coming from. Yeah, he went out till eight in the morning and he probably did cheat on you. You told him that you didn't want to marry him. And like, so it was, that was a very, very odd fight in the middle of the reunion that I was like, I don't understand where this is coming from. I kind of loved that Zay called her out and was like, don't act like you have been fucking me this entire time like yeah. in between the show and now. And I was like, oh my God, that is the tea I needed. Yeah. That's too good. And then major curveball when she says she's dating a girl. Like I thought for sure she would be with, what's his face that she's sitting next to? What's his name? Um, it's amazing how after one week you forget everybody's I know. name. I never really knew their names to begin with. I was really surprised that they didn't stay together, that they're not together. And then April over here, have you seen the guy she's dating? No, but I saw that there oh, was like an E! News thing. Hot. Really? I'm like, get it, girl. Yeah, get your life. I said when we first started talking about the show that I thought she was the cutest one. She just is an annoying drunk, for sure. Well, yeah, it's, well, the cutest ones are always the fucking craziest, too. It's like, that's true. If you're going to date somebody hot, get ready for them to be insane. Yeah. And uh, I still hate Alexis. So there's that. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. She seems like the woman in every rom-com that's going to marry the sweet carpenter from the town, but really doesn't love him, but only loves him for his family's money. And you're really rooting for the journalist that comes from the big city back to the small town and to rekindle because you hate the gold digging woman so much. She's almost like not real. She's just like that. No, I know. Character. Yeah. And she looks it too. There's a little bit of me that's like, was this just all like one big amazing casting call? Because I think it. Maybe. I I think it could have been. It could have been for sure. But it's messy as fuck. 
I also love how Vanessa like airs out her and Nick's dirty laundry, oh, like know. left and right. I am like, yes, I love all of this tea. It might not be real, though. I-, I don't know how good of a host she is. I feel like it's real because usually when she'll say something, the look on Nick's face is like, are you fucking serious yeah. that you're saying that right now? Well, it's an old like radio trick or just an old interview trick is to be like super self-deprecating and super honest about your own life to make other people feel comfortable to open up. I could see that. You yeah. know, Howard Stern was the king of it, talking about how small his penis was and then be like, how big is your penis? And everyone be like, you know, <laughs> that's what he would do. He would do that kind of stuff all the time to get people. To, oh, my God, this guy's talking about how small his dick is. I can at least I can do is tell him about BTS of being on set at this movie, you know. And so oh I wonder God. if she's doing a little bit of that. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if she's that calculated. I know. I'm not sure. Or if she's just like got a lot of trauma from her relationship that is coming out in this experiment. Yeah. Either way, I'm here for it. And I love it. Yeah. Um, it's and I love that show. Yeah. I there's a season two. 100% going to be a season two. Everyone loved it. Yeah. It's great. Messy as fuck, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Let's just call it spade a spade. That is a show for people who want to be allowed to cheat. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yes. Just say what it is. You want to cheat. <laughs> Can we call it that? You want what? You want a free pass. Yeah. You want a hall pass with a bunch of fucking random people. Mm-hmm. For three weeks. Yeah. If I was one of them, I'd be like, fuck, I got to stick with this person for three weeks. No, I saw, it's a long time. Yeah, I just want to fuck somebody one time and then never have to talk <laughs> to them again. So I got to cheat on someone for three weeks straight? Jesus, that's going to be exhausting. so long. <laughs> It's so long. So long. All right. Well, probably enough on Ultimatum. Mm-hmm. You got some other fave things, bro? Yeah, bro. Have you seen the new show Amy Schumer is in? I think she even maybe wrote it. It's called Life and Beth, I think. After an unexpected incident, Beth starts having flashbacks to, to her teen self and learns how she became who she is and who she wants to become. Life and Beth on Hulu. Yeah, the cast is really good. Michael Sarah's in it. And I just love him so much. He's just so great. And and he kind of plays her love interest, really? uh, which is funny. But I, here's the thing. Comedy's not normally my thing, but yeah. I do like Amy Schumer. I think she's funny. It's like a sort of a coming of age story in a way that the way that they do the flashbacks, which is nice. Like there, there's definitely some layers of like seriousness to it, which I appreciate. But the, it's also just very funny. Um quick episodes easy to watch i loved it i think i'm not done with it but i'm i'm like seven episodes in you're in i'm i cruised through it wow all right oh great music in the show too would you say that it's more of a girls show or a co-ed show i think it's a co-ed show okay it probably leans towards female audience but it's i think with the actors that are in it and it being a bit of a comedy i think like you could watch it yeah like it Okay. Mike Sarah's hilarious. I mean, come on. He's the best. Love him. Do I have a show for you? Oh, what is it? <laughs> oh, I d- oh, I do. Oh, you do. It's called Outer Range. Have you heard of it? Yes, I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it yet. Okay. Is it good? I was thinking when I saw it and I've like seen it pop up and I was like, is this like the poor man's Yellowstone? Like, what is this? So kind of, but then it also has like this weird sci-fi twist to it. Oh. Yeah. So it's on Prime. Here's the tag. A rancher fighting for his land and family who discovers an unfathomable mystery 
at the edge of Wyoming's wilderness. Outer range on Prime. So it's Josh Brolin. He's a rancher. It is a lot like Yellowstone. So he's a rancher in Wyoming. The ranch that like butts up to his land is owned by like the bad guys. And they're trying to steal some of Josh Brolin's land that he's had in his family forever. But there was some sort of clerical error in the creation of the topographical maps in like the 1800s. It's kind of up in the air of whose land it really is. Josh Brolin's got a couple sons, one of which is a rodeo cowboy. The weird thing is, is that there is this giant hole on his land. Mm. It's it's magical or like a portal of some sort. You don't really know what's going on, but it seems like it takes you to another realm, another reality or something. So it's Yellowstone meets La Brea. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. As bad as La Brea was, I, I think I can get down with this. Well, it's better because Brolin right. is a very good actor. And then there's another character played by Imogen Poots, who's been in a bunch of stuff. Oh, yeah. Like um, yeah. And so she's kind of like this hippie wayward traveler who like asks if she can camp on this land. There's something going on with her that you're not really sure of. And then, of course, like in the first episode, there's a murder. And classic. Where do you throw the body? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, I think you get yeah. the idea. There's only right now there's only two episodes out. I really enjoyed both of them. I will say that. Okay. And you're gonna I'll, love it too. I'll give that it's, a go. it's a lot of horses and cattle and All right, love it. Ca- good looking cowboys, you oh, know. You know I love that. Yeah. Okay. Great. Check it out. I need a new show. I did start a new Netflix show last night. What is it? Have you seen Anatomy of a Scandal? No. I was very sleepy last night when I started it, so I actually might need to go back and st- and watch that first episode again, but it's a David E. Kelly show, which is the biggest reason I turned it on. So if, if you don't know, David E. Kelly did like Big Little Lies, The Undoing, Nine Perfect Strangers. He does a lot of good TV, and the cast is really good. A sexual consent scandal amongst British privileged elite and the women caught up in its wake. Anatomy of a scandal. It's got Sienna Miller in it. I used to have a yeah, big crush. Yeah, she's the lead on her back in the day. Yeah, she's gorgeous. And then Rupert Friend. Do you remember he he was in? Uh, is it Homeland? Yeah, Homeland. Mm-hmm. That he was so good in. I'm not quite sure what the exact storyline is yet mm-hmm. i mean episode one is rupert friend's character he's a politician of some sort yeah in, Brit- in the british parliament or whatever it is and sienna miller miller plays his wife and episode one it comes out with this scandal like that he has cheated on her and he comes to her to tell her before it like hits the press or whatever mm-hmm. and so I, like like again like i said I, I was a little bit tired i think i need to go back and watch episode one but great cast great you know writer and a great premise, so it's got to be good. Damn, okay. I'll check it out. Netflix yeah. mm-hmm. just came out April 15th. Have you heard of this show on Apple called Severance? We touched on this on the live YouTube thing because uh, one of the wife tiers said they were watching it. So I downloaded a few of those episodes when I was, I think when I was flying around South America and I needed shows to watch. And I watched the first episode And I'm just not sure it grasped me. And I know what you're going to say. Watch a few and give it a chance. Because what's the guy's name that's the lead? What's his name? I love him. Adam Scott. Adam Scott. Thank you. Love him. Uh, And I like the idea of it. It's fascinating. So uh, how many episodes in are you? 
I am four or five. Okay, so you're you're in. I like it. Okay. It's a weird fucking show. Yeah. I think you just need to like go in being like, all right, this is a fucking weird show. Here's the tag. Mm -hmm. Mark leads a team of office workers whose memories have been surgically divided between their work and personal lives. When a mysterious colleague appears outside of work, it begins a journey to discover the truth about their jobs. Severance on Apple TV. So here's the thing. It's very well done. It Almost every episode is directed by Ben Stiller. So when you hear Ben Stiller and Adam Scott, you think, oh, this is a comedy. And it's not really what it is at all, even though there mm -hmm. are some funny parts. The cast is insane. I will say that. You have Adam Scott. You have John Turturro. You have Patricia Arquette. You have Christopher Walken. So many like really big names are in this show. And the premise is there's a company that has such protected intellectual property that they do a surgery on its employees where they put like this little microchip in their brain so that when they go to work, they remember everything that they worked on the day before. But then when they leave the office, they turn back into their out of office self and don't remember anything that happened while they were at work. Mm-hmm. Adam Scott's the main character, and you have him Him in his normal life. He's kind of like a normal dude. He's got the same problems. Something happened to his wife. His sister's pregnant. Uh, he's got a little bit of a drinking problem. And then his work life knows nothing of his outside life. Basically, that life is completely stranded at work all the time, which sounds like a fucking nightmare, right? Mm -hmm. And like the first episode starts with like his best friend basically being fired from that job and he's like where did he go like what happened they replaced this guy with this woman who does not want to be there and her whole fucking modus operandum is like to get the fuck out of there but she can't it's really interesting and i'm like five episodes in it's fucking weird but i do feel like the payoff is going to be very very good okay and also like it just is a lot of very good acting the the scenes between john taturo and christopher walken are phenomenal and those guys have been around forever and they're amazing actors so i'm in i'm i'm in it yeah all right i mean i feel like i could give it another shot for sure but well, it is it's it's weird and it's like episode one was just slow you know so it was it was hard to like get excited about it but yeah i want to say like the first two episodes i was like okay i'm understanding what this world is and then the third episode i was like oh shit okay here we go. Okay. So maybe right. try one one or two more and, and see what you think. All righty. I saw that The Flight Attendant Season 2 is coming out yeah. in like a week or two. No. Very excited about that. I loved that show. I did too. I really did. Kaylee Kiyoko. Kuoko. Kuku Kuchu. Yeah. I watched a Korean film the other day that I really liked. Really? It's called Memories of a Murder. It was written by the same guy that did Parasite. Oh, yeah. You loved that. I did love that. And he won an Oscar for Parasite. His name is Bong Joon-ho. He wrote and directed this. And so this is kind of his early work. I would assume that this is Korea's Tarantino. And this is Reservoir Dogs, whereas Parasite was Inglorious Bastards. Mm -hmm. In a small Korean province in 1986, two detectives struggle with the case of multiple young women being found raped and murdered by an unknown culprit. Memories of a murder. So Damn. it's kind of happening like this sleepy town. It's a farming town with there's like a plant there, mine, something. So like, obviously, it's not a 
place, not like Chicago or Detroit, where like you would just have a lot of murders. All these women start being found, raped and murdered and bound in a very similar situation. So it turns into it's a serial killer. And the cops who know who are working on it are bad cops. They've just never dealt with this before. And so they try to, you know, pin it on the mentally challenged boy in town because the shoe prints were similar. And they're just like kind of like fumbling through the whole thing. And then another cop from Seoul comes in to help, kind of changes everything around. It's really, really good. The storytelling is is great. And if you can kind of get through the subtitles of it all, I think that it's a it's a movie that you'd really enjoy. If you don't want to do the subtitles, if you didn't like Parasite and all that shit, then maybe skip it. But Memories of a Murder, very good. Okay, that sounds good. Have you seen, I think it's on Hulu. It, there's like a new movie with Ben Affleck, Deep Water. Oh yeah, this is the one where he met Ana de Armas and that's when they started dating. And uh, now he's with J-Lo. Yeah. Huh. Man, it's killing it these days. Here's the tag. A well-to-do husband who allows his wife to have affairs in order to avoid divorce becomes a prime suspect. The prime suspect in the disappearance of her lovers. Deep water. That sounds pretty good. Sounds good. I think I'm going to watch that tonight. And it's like Gone Girl 2. Yeah. A husband who allows his wife to have affairs. Dude, Ben, you should go on The Ultimatum. That's what you should do. <laughs> Good one. Yeah. Ana de Armas is uh, very hot. Gorge. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she gorge. I'm going to check that out. I like that. Also, I know you gave up on it like forever ago but you know what has actually gotten pretty good is big sky is it i really think so it's funny because the solid first half of season one had all these characters in it that I've, I've never seen again like it's like it's like this first season started with one storyline and then they plucked like the two like most engaging characters from that and, and then brought in all these new people for season two. And now it's almost a completely different show. It's weird, but it's really good. And uh, you know, the two cops, the two chicks that play cops, like they're whatever their acting is whatever, but there's some other characters in it that I just really like. So, so like this family, it's, it's a little Yellowstone, but like this family is kind of like come into Montana from Canada. So there's like the drug cartel trying to like infiltrate Montana. Right. And, yeah. and, turning all these people from that live in Montana to like work for them. And obviously there's a lot of murder and stuff like that. I don't know. It's, I, I think it's really good. Like uh -huh. for a network show, I, I'm into it. I've still been watching it. I'm loving it. Love it. The hot cop that's supposed to be undercover. Like the drug cartel, like maybe has turned him. Like, I don't know. And I'm on the edge of my seat. I need to know, bro. Like, which side are you on? You is, know, is the skinny guy that was like stealing the women still alive. You want me to tell you like killed his mom. Want me to tell you? Yeah. Or you want me to interview? Yeah. Yeah. Tell you me. do? Yeah, tell me. He just died. Oh, no. Yeah, he fi they finally got him. Finally got him. All right. Finally got him. The two he girls get him? Freak. Yeah. He's he a freak. Sort of. They were involved. It's okay. messy, if you will. All right. All right. Big Sky. I mean, so good. A show that I'm going to watch this week is Moon Knight. Have you heard of that one? No. It's uh, Oscar Isaac's new Marvel show about a superhero named Moon Knight. It's getting rave reviews. Ethan Hawke's in it. I think Ethan Hawke's the bad guy. The tag is Stephen Grant discovered he's been granted the powers of an Egyptian moon god. But he soon finds out that these newfound powers can be both a blessing and a curse 
to his troubled life. It's getting mm. insanely good reviews, so I love it. I'm not familiar with this comic, but Oscar Isaac very, very rarely disappoints me in anything he does. So, what, Where do you watch it? Uh, Disney. Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Sounds good. I have a MacBook hack for all of those out there. Okay. This one is so good. And all right, let's hear it. Brandy, you might not like this because you're such a fast typer, but I'm telling you, this has changed my life. Oh. This is what you do, kids, if you got a MacBook. I also think you could do this on a PC, but I just did it on my MacBook. Go to System Preferences. You go to the little Apple thing in the top left-hand corner of your desktop screen. Mm-hmm. Go down to System Preferences and then find Keyboard. And then once you hit the Keyboard screen, go to Dictation and then turn Dictation on and then... It'll ask, like, how do you want to turn dictation on? Have it be, well, it could be anything, but the one I did was click control, the control button twice. So anytime you're working on your computer, you can press the control button twice and it'll start listening and you can start dictating. So if you're reading your emails, you're having to respond, you can go, you can click on the email, hit click control twice, just say what you want to say and it'll fucking write it for you and you don't have to do anything. Wow. I mean, and I'm a fast typer too. It's pretty great. If you have a MacBook, you're also answering a lot of text messages on your Mac. At least I do, you know? Uh-huh. I'm doing it for that as well. I'm just like not typing anymore. I'm just talking. I love to type. I hate this hack. I, kn- I know you do. And I like to type too. <laughs> when I'm sitting on my couch, like watching TV, answering emails, you know, in the morning before I start work, like it's making my life so much easier. So I'm just sitting there drinking my coffee being like, all right, control, control. Sounds good. We'll circle back next week. <laughs> love the draft. All right. Period. Send. Mm-hmm. Per my previous email, I'm reattaching yeah. the PDF you say you can't see. Yeah. Circling <laughs> back here. I fucking hate subtext. I fucking hate you. <laughs> subtext. Thank you for wasting my time. Yeah. Thank you for making uh, me fucking worry about this because you haven't responded. You did. <laughs> oh, man. It's too good. Too good. You got anything else? Thing. Grey's Anatomy, oh, they God, just really know how to just pull at your heartstrings and just pull you back and forth here. So they gave me what I wanted. Yeah. They gave me Dr. Marsh, you know? Mm-hmm. I got like a whole episode of Dr. Marsh. And then out of nowhere, there's no Grey's Anatomy last week. So I'm like, what the fuck? What? So I did a Google. Yeah. Grey's Anatomy has just decided to take a three-week break for no reason out of nowhere. Oh. Like, that's not very nice. Yeah. I mean, what are you, what are you guys going to do without Grey? You know, Apparently on if you if you're one of those people that still have cable, apparently if you're watching it on cable, they've like filled the hour with older episodes. Okay, we don't need that. We have that on Netflix. Yeah. We need the new episodes and we need them to come every week as promised. I'm sorry to hear I'm that. Upset. I'm upset. Also, in that Google search, I found out that Ellen Pompeo, is that how you say her name? Yep. Makes half a million dollars an episode. Get it, girl. Get it. Yeah. Man. Of all the people from old school. Did not think she'd be the one that was making a half a mil an episode. Yeah. You know? I know. It's crazy. That'll be Owen Wilson. Speaking of Owen Wilson, Mm -hmm. Sarah has told me to send through a favorite thing. She watched the new rom-com Marry Me featuring Owen Wilson. Wow. And J-Lo. Oh, yeah. I've seen seen this somewhere. Yeah. Preview of it. Uh, It was good? She liked it. She loves a rom-com, though. Here's the tag. Music superstars Kat Valdez 
and and Bastion are getting married before a global audience of fans. Can relate. But when Cat mm-hmm. learns seconds before her vows that Bastion has been unfaithful, she instead decides to marry Charlie, a stranger in the crowd. Marry me. What did she say about it? Sarah wrote, cute. So it's cute, I guess. <laughs> That's it? It's cute? That's the review? Cute. Wow. All right. Cute. I'll watch it. Still in love with this book, A Gentleman in Moscow. Did I talk about this last episode? I can't I remember if it was the episode or the YouTube live. Thing. Yeah. Well, I'm reading a book called A Gentleman in Moscow. I'm still like early on, so I don't want to say too much, but I am obsessed with it. So when I finish, I really will come back and give you more. Okay. Music? You got some music? Yeah, I saw that Delta Spirit has some new stuff out. Mm-hmm. Big Delta Spirit. Big Matthew Vasquez fan over here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And this is a song called What's Done is Done. And your boy, very excited. Also, this band broke up. Now they're getting back together. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Delta Spirit, cute. what's done is done. Into it. Very cute. Yeah. You uh, ready to go? Good enough? I guess so. Yeah? I think so. All right. Well, um, good catching up. You really should get in on some more Garth Brooks. I'm just saying. I don't know. This song's a little weird. No way, man. <laughs> About sleeping with a chick. Baton Rouge. We've all been there. <laughs> Anyone that's ever been to LSU game knows what happens there. I don't love, um, I'm not a big Louisiana gal. It's no? So humid down, it's so humid down there. Yeah, but New Orleans? Mm, fine. Frenchman Street? Oh, fuck yeah, man. Um, all right, well, miss ya. Miss ya. Love you guys out there. Uh, rate and review. Give us some uh, F you very much. We haven't done that in a while just because there hadn't been a lot of them. So uh, talk shit to us, but give us five stars. Please. We'll see you guys. Say my love down to Baton Rouge. Hurry up. Put her on the line. I got to talk to my girl just one more time. Wow. You ready for the bridge? No. Okay, we got second like, a little bit of a fiddle, fiddle solo here. And then we got to get into the message he leaves her. Hello, Samantha, dear, I hope you're feeling fine. And it won't be long until I'm with you all the time. But up till then, I'll spend my money right on down to my last time. Oh, 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 oh Baton Rouge. What I love- We're for sure getting sued, by the way. Yeah, I don't know. Garth seems like a nice guy. I don't think you would do that to me. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. I, I think he seems like a nice guy. I feel like you need to, you need to cap that at 15 seconds just to be sure. <laughs> no way, because Garth needs to hear my pipes, and he needs to know that I no, need to be on stage not. with him. Yes, he does. No. No. Mm-hmm. No. Yes, he does. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, bye. <laughs> I gotta send my love down to Baton Rouge.
Okay, I'll stop. Bye. Thank God. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.